seeing it as only one one part of the senses, right? And as a firm believer of all the senses that kind of create the energy, um, seeing the picture is only one of them. Being there can. Hello and welcome to Finding Your Spark again. I am so glad you're here. Today we're going to speak with Kyle Kroger. He's the founder of Via Travelers. He's also a dad, a husband, and a seasoned traveler. And I'm so excited to get to talk to him today about the joy in the journey and how we find it. Welcome, Kyle. Yeah, thanks, Donalyn, for having me. This is uh, exciting. I'm happy to be here and uh, excited to, to talk with you. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited to talk to you because, you know, you have this vast experience that many, many people don't have. And a lot of times we all think geography is going to solve all the problems. Um, and uh, so so it's good to talk to somebody who has some relationship to geography that we don't, right? Um, but also that it does solve some of the problems, right? And, and fun is one of them. So I'd love to hear how you uh, decided to start via travelers and uh, what that journey has been like for you. Yeah. So I spent uh, 10 plus years working in corporate finance, um, working demanding job in a very traditional environment. And, you know, the, the pandemic had impacted people and everyone, right. In so many different ways. And one way it kind of impacted me was just like, you know, life's too short. And if I'm going to try something that I've always wanted to do, I need to do it sooner rather than later rather than having that open-ended question mark of like what would have been. And so I was really excited to kind of take a new chapter of my life. Um, I always kind of describe my life, but like a life as a, as a book, right? And if you don't start something new, you never start a new chapter and really wanted to find a new chapter that challenged me in a lot of different ways. And so travel I knew was one, one big one and it's a very big hobby of mine. And I wanted to pursue something that was hobby based and didn't really feel like work. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, so I love the name via travelers. Tell me a little bit about where that comes from and what it means. Yeah. So it's it sort of, so I studied abroad. I actually just got back from Florence where that's where I studied abroad. Um, I also went there on my honeymoon and then on my honeymoon, right? Via is Italian for street, but also it's, you know, it means a, like a gateway or a transition by means of, right. And so, um, Really, that concept of street travel would fit like you go to a destination or you're coming from anywhere. doesn't matter where you're coming from. It's about the journey itself and um, following that path to, to uh, on the ground of a local experience, something that, you know, you can't normally see on, on, on a tour bus and really understanding cultures and having that come full circle and benefiting yourself. So I wanted to create more of a community-like involvement. So that's why it's plural, right? Because... It shouldn't just rely on my my one perspective. It started there, but uh, now we have a team of writers uh, from all over the world that provide so many great perspectives. And um, you know, my journey too is part is only a part of that. And we really want to build a community that you know revolves around uh, those kind of values. That's wonderful. So as you're building something new, I mean, this is a giant change, right? To go from uh, being in a corporate atmosphere to like, I think I'll just do my own thing. <laughs> 
and hope that I can uh, support my family, right? Because it's not just you, right? And so there is, uh, there's a whole host of things that happen in that that usually get in the way of joy, <laughs> right? Like pressure from money and responsibility with children and spouses and, and locations causing extra work and things like that. So let's talk a little bit about what finding joy in the journey means to you and, and how that came about for you. So another part of street travel to me means like no reservations. And that's also a mantra I kind of live with my daily life. I'm sort of addicted to change or challenge. And I love that. And I, I love embracing that. And so finding joy in the journey, right, is not having a reservation about you know, what is next year or what, what am I going to do this date? Yeah, you can have goals in mind, but having the joy between all of that and just they're finding the joy of an unnavigable path. The things you learn uh, about yourself along the way will become a bit spontaneous. You absorb more because you don't kind of know what's coming at you. And so I've really embraced that, that sort of lifestyle. And, you know, one great example is moving abroad from Minneapolis, my hometown, uh, that I lived for a decade to Amsterdam now with my wife and two and a half year old daughter, just to sort of start that chapter, start that journey and see how we can unlock happiness and learn more about ourselves along the way. Mm. It's a great idea. This, how do I put myself into a new atmosphere in order to find out more about myself. So normally when people wanna know more about themselves, they surround themselves with family and familiar surroundings, right? They go like, oh, I'll go home, I'll remember who I am, right? And who I've been brought into the world to be. And there's a lot of expectation on that. I, I love that you use the word reservation really in a way that we often use the word resistance, right? That, that it can be a place where we are holding back. And that absolutely happens in family atmospheres, you know, because it's who we used to be along with who we're trying to be right now or who we want to be. And this concept of knowing more about yourself by being more in the unknown is really central to the ability to grow. Um, but it, it also has some pitfalls, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it, it does have some challenges. Sometimes things will never, you know, things don't work out the way you um, think they're going to work out. And you can't, so for me, I try to not let that overcome the overarching journey, right? Um, and the overarching reason why we're doing this and rather take it for a moment of self, of, yeah, like self-reflection reflection in a way. And that helps you end up kind of absorbing that journey. So understanding the, 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 the pitfalls from the journey itself can help, help you understand more about the things you do appreciate in life. A great example is family. We are very far away from family. We don't have family here at all where we live. And that's a big challenge. But at the same time, um, there's a lot of people, family, friends that have never came to Europe before, or they would have never come to Amsterdam. Maybe it was on their bucket list, but that finally got them to enjoy a new city that, you know, they may not have had. Um, and then also then when we do spend time together, we spend quality over quantity. And so you'd be surprised at some of those pitfalls and challenges you know, how, ma how many things kind of come out of the bright on the brighter side as a result of it. And um, so those are a couple things and, and pitfalls. Yeah, would be 
dealing with culture dynamics, uh, integrating, kind of questioning if you're making the right choice for, uh, you know, kids uh, or, you know, things like that. Um, and, you know, you can't, for me, try not to let it get to me too much and understand why we're doing this in the first place or, or what, you know, what we can get out of it and make the most of it. So how much would you say does expectation play in to your, uh, to your, to your experience, to your true experience, right? To your reality experience of joy of like, okay, so this is new and it's often difficult and the times are different and we don't have the people that support us around and we've got this new rhythm and we're finding our way, but how much does our expectation of this next moment or this next chapter impact that? Yeah, I think, I mean, it impacts it quite a bit. Um, you know, it, the experiences that we, we want to, to have are right in front of us. We get comfortable in our surroundings, but to uh, understand that one of the big reasons why we did this as well is there's so many places that we just have not been able, we haven't seen yet. And we're a little bit closer to that now. So that's a personal like goal and everything that we kind of pursued. Um, it's a trade-off. But, um, you know, taking those experiences and being able to then inject them into our routinely daily life and uh, have takeaways from those experiences is a big part of that understanding that we have something tangible or something that we've learned professionally, personally along the way that we can, yeah, now bring back to close friends, family, and even just our everyday life. So let's talk a little bit about... Um... What does joy look like for you now? Yeah, I think it's the small things. That's a great question. I think I think I had gotten into a routine and rhythm of not realizing how important little things can be, like a, a great weather day. Amsterdam is known for having a lot of rain. And so uh, part of the culture here is maximizing every ounce of green space possible to, you know, if it's a nice weather day, enjoy the green space, take the afternoon off or even the day. And so the little things in life um, can really make a difference. I, I think I had uh, a bit more routine where I, I was always looking for like this grand thing or chasing something that I didn't really know, but uh, know if I wanted it or not. Now it's like living a bit more in the present. So I guess that's enjoying the small things and living in the present of every single day and trying to maximize what you can get out of it. Yeah, so you chose a, a work that supports that in a really significant way, right? Being present in a travel uh, scenario is really what it's all about, isn't it? When you go travel, you have to really call all of yourself into your body and and uh, and go from where you are to to another place. So uh, that presence that you were talking about, I, I'd love to to talk a little bit more about like. How do we do that and be in our lives, right? Because, well, for instance, I am literally about to get on an airplane, right? And uh, I'm excited about that. But it also means that uh, I'm in this space where I'm buttoning everything up in one space and I'm making sure that all of my people and cats and things are being taken care of, right? So I, there's a lot of sort of like... I have to do this letting go in order to leave this space. 
And uh, in addition to all of the anticipation, right, of the wonderful time that I'm about to have and the new memories and the new spaces, and I happen to be going to see family, so the old faces that I can't wait to go see again, you know, that are growing year on year. And, um, and when you're in that kind of mix of emotions and responsibilities, it can be easy to, to lose sight of how to be present during that, right? So busy thinking about did I this and will I that and what if this and right? So can, you, can, can we just talk a little bit about like how do you practice this presence in, in your life and in travel? Yeah, I think the concept of slowing down time is very underrated. Like an example is a plane. So for me, sometimes like, like isn't sometimes it's really good to just be like, I want time to slow down. Like I want to kind of just be, have to be in an armchair for two and a half hours on an airplane uh, where I can bring and I can self-prepare for that. Right. So uh, learn a new, like read a book, read something simple, avoid electronics, just take the time to be like, now's the time where I can actually control slowing down time and making the most of that rather than kind of spend a lot of time kind of in that rat race, you know, wake up, uh, go to work, make dinner, go to sleep, do it all over again, right? So embracing that that ability to slow down time and is, is one thing. And then a big reason why I did, you know, I kind of pursued travel uh, as a hobby was like photography and, and videography was part of that that journey and that hobby. And so documenting those moments and capturing those moments, I'm a visual person. So that was very helpful. Like I can, I can capture that moment in time and look back on it and get reinvigorated and motivated to kind of experience that again. Or what did that mean? Right. So yeah. And, and travel also. So there's that capturing and it's also stimulates all senses, right? So audio, visual, all of that. When you take a, a picture, you can kind of come kind of go back in time into that moment. Um, and so that for me is are things that help me practice presence. And you come back from a trip, you look at it and you're like, wow, that was special. I was very present. I made the most of it. Now's the time to kind of get back into work and let's kind of get re back invigorated for the next trip. But it's now okay to kind of get back into a little bit of a routine and be present and be sort of uh, restarted in a way mentally. I love this uh, point that you bring up that, well, about capturing the positive moments of our lives, right? So, you know, our culture, uh, certainly in the United States, is very much geared toward, uh, you know, stories, right? We, we go on social media, we go on the television, and the stories that we see are about the things that are either not going all that well in the world or our stories about times that didn't go well, right? Their entertainment about murders and you know whatever else people have entertainment about, right? And so, uh, so we really practice these feelings that are what I call below the line, right? They're negative feelings. They create a stress response in the body. But we have so little opportunity uh, in just the way that our society is set up to practice those really good feelings, those feelings of that was satisfying, this is fun, I really had a good day that day, the weather was beautiful. So this combination that you've been talking about 
of living in a place, right? Making sure that you set up your life so that when it is the when the moments of those wonder moments come along, right? When we come along with this like look at the weather and look at the green and oh my gosh, I never saw that color of green. It's different in this country and right? All of that sort of wonder that is appears in your day-to-day life in combination with um I went on on a trip and I get to capture those really good moments and I get to relive them. That's a real skill. It takes effort to do that. It, it absolutely does. It takes practice um, and even like some of the passion, right? It's not, it's not for everyone, but there, there could be things that are for everyone in a different way. Maybe it's not a camera. Maybe it's like a drawing or a book that relates to that area or moment in time. Maybe it's the local pub or cafe and spending just an an hour sitting there alone, interacting with people that you never would have normally talked to. And so, yeah, having that question mark, in my opinion, for anybody could be anything. Finding that can really kind of reinforce some of that that joy. So good. I love uh, that you're bringing all this up because it really reminds me of uh, how we are energetic beings right and so space we want to feel like space is not related to to us like it doesn't matter if i'm in this room or that room right but space has a real relationship to our physicality to our our body and our energetic body and when we change that you know i can remember a time so my family's from ireland uh, originally and so we went over to to see family that's still there and when we went, I thought, oh, yes, I, I know what this is. I hadn't been before. And I thought, yeah, I know what this is. And, and I've read about it and I've seen all the pictures. And, you know, I talked to my cousins and, you know, all the things. And then I got there and I experienced and I, I bead in a place, right? And I, I bead it for weeks, right? I, I allowed myself to be present during that time period as opposed to sort of reassessing all the time well often people will do this in their day-to-day lives right they'll be like was this a good day okay okay yes that was a good day maybe i should make a shift right but when you're on vacation as you said time can disappear and so you can really enjoy yourself for weeks at a time and even that physical space felt like it really spoke to me in a different way One of the things that happened for me was that uh, my whole life, from when I was a little kid, I used to make these drawings, these doodles, and I didn't know what they were. I just thought I was, I don't know why I like that pattern. I just keep scribbling it. And when I got there, uh, we went over to one of the islands and I looked up from the boat and saw the hillside and saw the pattern of the walls. That was the pattern I'd been drawing my whole life. And so you kind of have ways to make yourself fit, to go like, oh, I do fit. This part of me that was just weird (laughs) now has a connection to something in the world, right? Exactly, exactly. And it starts making sense, right? And then you do have that, you feel that place even more, right? Now it's like, it feels you're comfortable, right? I've had that happen in a couple of moments. And that's part of the reason why we also chose Amsterdam because, uh, yeah, many times it we visited um, had that really good sense of place um, and energy. I love that. And I also love that um, I have, I love to travel and my fa- I come from a family that traveled. 
Um, so I've traveled as a young person, right? I have, I had, have now siblings overseas and, but also have had other siblings overseas as well. So I had all this opportunity because I had older siblings who would live over there, uh, to, to go year after year after year. So having been to Florence or having been to Spain or having been to Malta, right? That been to England, all these places where you go like, oh, I have a reference that is outside of a, a, a purely visual, right? Cause you could get a picture of all these places. <laughs> you don't have to go there to see them, but you do have to go there to experience them and to be present in them and to feel that energy and what that does to your ability to sort of feel energy flow. Seeing it is only one, one part of the senses, right? And as a firm believer of all the senses that kind of create the energy, um, seeing the picture is only one of them. Being there can, it can be a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And what does that do to your sense of flow, right? So I like to talk a lot about flow because um, I think that's people, that's the difference between when people are stuck and when people are in movement, right? They, that they're, when you're stuck, you don't feel that sort of sense of movement in your body and your energy system in your life. Uh, so what does that do? How do, how do we relate to travel and to being someplace new and, and that sense of flow? Yeah, for flow for me, um, it's been something, it's been a concept that I've recently embraced, one, because of uh, traveling with a uh, toddler, um, but also because of kind of some of the values that resonate with me, but it's the concept of slow travel, right? Avoiding a bit of the what's next, what's next, what's next when you're traveling. Like, I want to go, today we're doing this at, you know, 10 o'clock and next thing at 11 and, and running around and before you know it, you're exhausted. And yes, you've seen a lot and I get it. Like travel is very exciting. It is. And that should be fully embraced, but sometimes flow of being knowing that you're in the right place uh, or you're in the right moment shouldn't be cut off because it's on to the next thing. And so flow can you know, it resides within you. So therefore you should be taking that in stride um, and not letting like a, an external taxing ske schedule to impact your own personal flow. Um, that's why we don't make reservations, right? We, that's why we do, we don't have a, a very detailed itinerary, probably have some things on the list, but um, slow travel, I think is something that everyone in the world should embrace more because it's going to be more meaningful to the local community for one, but also, um, per, you know, for your own, uh, personal sake, it can just be so enlightening. Mm, this is really good, uh, thought around presence and allowing that to, to, so a lot of times people are like, oh, I am present now, now what's next? Like you said, now what's next, right? But they haven't left the now what's next stage, even though they have experienced a moment. And that when you experience a moment that now you can also be in response to the world. Now you can be in conversation with your world in a way that you are not when you're looking things up and saying, where do I go next? And sort of like looking at the watch, right? You can really open your eyes and be someplace. There was this moment uh, that you're reminding me of where I went to Malta to meditate. And 
uh, it was a specific date and a specific place and I had it all worked out in my mind and no reservations because nobody ever heard of it so it was easy <laughs> but my late husband and I decided we were going to take the bus so uh, bus systems in foreign countries are special and uh, this one had I don't know they got us talking or something the entire bus decided what we were gonna do and it had nothing to do with what we said we were gonna do and they were like you have to get off here and uh, you just you this is what you're doing and I was like we're not even where we want to go I don't want to go here right and uh we got off the bus we got off the bus because the whole bus said we had to get off right and i thought okay fine we'll just walk the rest of the way and before we had a chance to 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 take back our will right we instead we, there was this beautiful old man he was about 102 years old and he he came oh across huge plaza comes kind of walking fast across to come and get us like we were expected. And uh, he comes and he takes us into a church. And I said, oh, the people on the bus told me the story about the church and how romantic it was, the story was. He said, oh, don't be ridiculous. I was there. I remember when this church was in, it was it was 100 years old or whatever, right? And so, um, you know, to get like the real story was amazing. But to also get to go there and allow whatever happens to happen, it created an unbelievable amount of healing in me in terms of just emotions that we walk around with without knowing why we have them. We don't know. We carry stuff for other people sometimes, right? And, and that being super present only works when you, when you, lean in to those moments instead of like I was going to do go like, okay, I'm on a schedule, <laughs> you know, I'm going to walk there. Uh, so that's, that's an incredible piece of that outside of my normal routine. And there's moments I seek that out. Like I want to get it and then I, and I kind of don't end up with it. And so that's really special to have. And I love hearing that because that's everything that I always want to embrace when with a trip. It just ends up, yeah, it's just so special. Yeah, it's great to and to learn from the community, from direct community people, uh, their perspective, you get to hear and listen and share a moment together, you know, with, with another person too. Yeah, and I think really, I mean, not to, not to diminish it in any way, right? But to allow yourself to understand that these are the moments that can change the trajectory of your life. You're feeling joy in this moment you're allowing other people to say their opinion about where you should get off the bus in a foreign country, right? Like those seemingly insignificant things uh, are, are, are really trajectory changers, right? They can be as big as you want them to be. They can allow in so much more. Um, and it can be as simple as breaking bread with people you've never, never met before isn't it yeah yeah exactly wonderful so before we wrap up here i'd love to know just a little bit about how your daughter takes it all she's a trooper um yeah just this last trip it was just pretty you know we taxi to a plane to a bus to a you know rental car you know and so kind of jumping around and and given her age it's just um you know 
she does a great job with everything. Um, she's also one of the bigger winners of this move. She's living her best life here in Amsterdam, you know, eating uh, pancakes for breakfast every day and riding in the bike in the front seat. Uh, so, you know, yeah, she's loving it. And I think it's just been so great to see her grow and see in the world and allowing it her her to see so many different perspectives of people and their life. And she's running laps around us in terms of learning Dutch. Uh, she's way, way better than us. So we learn our, our words from her uh, right now. We're going to need to make that change uh, sooner rather than later, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still fun to see. Yeah. So great. That's so great. There's so many wonderful ways to find that joy on the journey. Really wonderful. Well, I want to thank you for being here today. And, and I really want to make sure that everybody can connect to you and to, to really be able to discover those joys of travel. So how can we get in touch with you? Yeah, if you go to viatravelers.com, there's a little button on the homepage where you can join our newsletter, uh, free newsletter. The emails come from me. If you respond to them, I respond to that like I'm the one responding. So it is literally a direct line of communication. Um, I love it. That's like the reason why I do this. Um, share stories between everyone and help people along the way. And if you're in Amsterdam, I encourage anyone to reach out to me because I'll I'll take you on a free walking tour or something. We can, yeah, enjoy some of the local experiences. Um, and then also, yeah, we're on social media at Via Travelers on all of the social platforms. And we do have a Facebook group as well. So uh, people interact about travel communities. But um, yeah, I encourage the newsletter because there we can really share direct tips and everything. So. Wonderful. We'll make sure everything is linked on all the platforms. So wherever you're listening or watching, you can look at the show notes and get to that link to all those links. Um, thank you so much for being here today, Kyle. Yeah, thank you so much, Shamalyn. It's just a lot of fun. My pleasure. And I want to, of course, remind everybody that if you are in a moment where you'd like to feel better and you don't have the opportunity to go have some geography help you out, uh, go to donalyn.blog and you can get a guide to being unbreakable. This really does give you the tools that you need to take control of your own emotions and to get to choose happiness, right? Because choosing happiness sounds so easy, except for when you're trying to do it, right? So uh, that that ebook will allow you to get all the tools you need to be able to do that. And I'll see you next time. 